Welcome to the Possibility of Today radio show. This weekly series mixes entertainment with inspiration and information to help you learn how to live in a different way and take advantage of all the possibilities of today. Do you want to find the way to your something more and live life to the fullest? Then you're in the right place. Host Sybil Chavis will guide you through an exciting journey of self-discovery and transformation so you can be entertained, be inspired, and be informed. Now, here's Sybil. Hey, how are you? How was the week? Thank you so much for tuning in today. We are going to be talking all about breaking barriers. And when I say breaking barriers, I mean in terms of refusing to just accept something if you know there's a better way, if there are other options, if there's other things that you can do that will maybe push the envelope and extend or expand the current limits or restrictions, you know, in order to innovate or just go beyond the boundaries that people commonly accept. And this has been a topic in the news recently because Jason Collins, who played basketball with the NBA Boston Celtics and the Washington Wizards this season, he actually opened up and shared that he's gay. And that makes him the first active, openly gay male in the four major American pro team sports. Jason Collins recently explained in an interview with Sports Illustrated why he decided to open up and share that he was gay. For the first time, an active male player in a major team sport has announced today that he is gay. Here's part of what he told Sports Illustrated. I'm a 34-year-old NBA center. I'm black and I'm gay. I didn't set out to be the first openly gay athlete playing in a major American team sport. But since I am, I'm happy to start the conversation. I wish I wasn't the kid in the classroom raising his hand and saying, I'm different. If I had my way, someone else would have already done this. Nobody has, which is why I am raising my hand. And throughout time, right, there have been so many different stories, I'm sure you've heard of them, of people who have just pushed through barriers and really expanded the way people viewed things or the opportunities they had. There's been Jackie Robinson who became the first African-American to play Major League Baseball. And when these barriers are pushed against and ultimately pushed through, it just opens up this entire new array of opportunities for more and more people to follow. Society ends up taking a huge step forward and so many people just expand the way they are viewing and seeing and experiencing the world. To that point, actually, listen to what Martina Navratilova, who was one of the openly gay women tennis players, shared about Jason and his story. Now that Jason has kind of broke that barrier, It'll be a lot easier, and, and with each player that comes out, it'll be less and less of a big deal, which is exactly what we want it to be. 
And uh, I'm sure Jason has helped move that ball forward a little bit. And it really is just so true, right? That stories like this of people breaking barriers and just really setting examples so that society can take these important strides forward are just key moments in history. And why am I talking about this? <laughs> because not only, obviously, are they really important for society to take a step forward, they're also a great example for us personally. Because they show us how we always just kind of need to make certain we're pushing past our own barriers and not limiting our own possibilities when it comes to the things that we want for our life or our relationship or just anything in general that maybe we've been kind of trapped in our own barriers that maybe we've created. Like maybe we have barriers in our life that are preventing us from accomplishing what we're capable of. Or maybe we've created barriers in our relationship that are preventing them from flourishing in all the ways they can. I mean, there are just so many barriers that have the potential to work against us. And one of the things that has just always fascinated me is you can really look at things that are happening in the world. And especially, of course, the good things, right? Because clearly there's bad things. But specifically as it relates to the good things that are creating great results, like pushing through barriers, you can look at them and see how those very same principles are working time and time again, you know, for other people. And if you kind of step back and think about it, then you can also see how they would obviously hold true for us also. And specifically, when it comes to the principle of breaking barriers and, you know, really setting ourselves up to a whole new set of possibilities that would not have otherwise been there, it's just something that you realize, you know, this is something I can integrate into my own life and essentially end up living life in a much better way than I would have been if I had just stayed confined doing what I had always done. And that's really what I loved about so many of the stories in the news this week, because each of them had like their own little nuggets of insight. And you can take a closer look like and peel back the layers. And when you do, you can see how in every instance where people have pushed through these barriers, it's just led to greater things. And then, of course, it's just a matter of observing what they did so that you can then repeat the pattern and apply it to your own life. And so today we're going to discuss specifically how we can personally benefit from this principle of breaking barriers. But first, let's take a closer look at these stories that are currently in the news that just are really showing us 
how you break these barriers and how it consistently time and time again leads to just bigger and better things. And recently in the news, in addition to Jason Collins' story, there have been other stories with you know, similar messages and pointers in the right direction. Catherine Zeta-Jones is definitely one of those stories, and she's been continually breaking down barriers in terms of mental health and how it's viewed and how it impacts you in your career. And recently, Catherine Zeta-Jones has shared that she's being proactive and checking herself into a healthcare facility. And she's just doing it to kind of check in with her doctors and make certain that her medication is at the right level. But she's also shared she's doing it because she knows she wants to maintain and manage her mental health in the best way. Now, as she explained some time ago, it wasn't necessarily her intention (laughs) to be the poster child for mental health. But when the information came out, about her mental health, she just decided to be honest and to embrace it. I never wanted to be the poster child for this. It came out. And so I dealt with it in the best way I could. And that was just saying that, look, hey, I'm bipolar. And I think what's just so great about this story and the fact that you know, Catherine Zeta-Jones is really kind of pushing through this barrier that it's not okay to kind of expose yourself in this way or to share that you're working through things from a mental health standpoint is that she really is opening the way for so many other people that also may be managing their mental health to just realize that it's, you know, it's okay. And like, you can see that someone who lives in the public eye and obviously has to deal with all of the things and scrutiny that comes from that, you know, you can see how she has pushed herself essentially to break through this barrier and it hasn't hurt her career. Catherine Zeta-Jones is known for being the pitcher of grace while tackling personal issues head-on. Her representatives telling ABC News that the megastar and mother of two is being, quote, proactive. That, quote, previously, Catherine has said that she is committed to periodic care in order to manage her health in an optimum manner. And just like in the Jason Collins story, you know, it takes courage for what Catherine Zeta-Jones is doing. And it you have to push yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone, but in the end, it's always worth it. In fact, Catherine Zeta-Jones has said that if she only helps one person feel more comfortable or get help with their mental health, then it's been worth it. And I just think that's such a great story and such an example of, you know, how you can really push yourself and break through barriers. And you can see this same principle actually at work creating great results too. And another really interesting story, this one is actually coming out of Georgia. 
There's this small city about 160 miles outside of Atlanta, and it's a small farming town. And for years, this town, and specifically the high school in the town, has not sponsored a prom. And instead of having a prom for the students, what happens is that parents and their children have organized their own private offsite parties. And they're known casually as white prom and black prom. And as I'm sure you can tell from what the name suggests, they're segregated proms based on race. And Mauricia Rucker and her friends, who are all students at the high school, decided that they were going to come together and break through this barrier of having these two different proms. And instead, they wanted to organize their own integrated prom, which would include everyone. You know, and to them, Mauricia said, you know, they've cheered together at football games, they've hung out all through high school, they're friends. It just didn't make any sense for them to have these two separate proms. I came home one day from school and we had been talking about in class, you know, we were juniors at the time, so we talk been talking about prom and what all we wanted to do, how we wanted it to be. And when I got home, I kind of realized the fact that in our county we have a black prom and a white prom. I hang out with everyone. I get along with all the kids at my school, black, white, Hispanic, Asian. So I felt that we should have one together. Now, although Mauricia and her friends obviously were supporting this integrated prom, there were going to be clearly a lot of barriers that they had to push through because for years, the high school has just kind of stayed out of it and let the parents kind of control the situation and have these proms that were segregated by race. And Mauricia and her friends had to literally push against all of these barriers. And obviously, like we've seen in all the stories that we've been discussing where barriers are pushed through, it takes courage to do this kind of stuff. And the organizers of the prom that were helping Marisha kind of put this thing together, they all said they got a lot of pushback. I mean, there were even teachers and parents and classmates that were not in support of this prom. And many of them said they lost friends in the process just because there was a lot of tension around this and a lot of barriers that had to be broken through. Listen to what Marisha said they kind of were up against. Within a week of us announcing that this is what we're going to do and trying to get help and support in our county, we already were getting cold shoulders and smart remarks made or ugly glares. It literally spread like wildfire. I mean, can you even imagine being 17 years old and, you know, having to take this issue on and, I mean, really essentially be against your county or at least precedent, right, in terms of how things have always been done and to be 17 and have people giving you cold shoulders like your teachers. I mean, that 
of course, like we've seen in every other instance, when, you know, these barriers are being pushed through, it takes courage. But time and time again, we see that in the end, it's worth it. And, you know, Wilcox County in the high school and the integrated prom and what Mauricia and her friends did, they saw so many benefits from doing this, even though things were a little uncomfortable and tense for a while. In fact, Barbara King, who is a graduate uh, from Wilcox County High School a long time ago, said when she returned back for a reunion that there were like black and white people sitting together in stands and people that she just didn't even talk to in high school. They were all celebrating together. And another thing that's come out of this is most likely because of all of the attention this has gotten by next year in Wilcox County, the high school and this policy of not having a prom and leaving it up to the parents, that's probably going to change. In fact, the superintendent, Steve Smith, said that he was proud of the organizers and that it was a shame that it took four girls to, you know, open up everyone's eyes. And I just think that all of these stories, you know, from... Jason Collins to Catherine Zeta-Jones to this story coming out of Georgia, you know, it's easy to kind of focus on other things from this story. But when you step back and look at the general principle that's being repeated and that's working, it's just such a great way to drive the point home that there's just a lot of good things that can happen when you can kind of muster up the courage and push through barriers. And the key or the most important thing, right, is to not just, you know, sit back and admire these stories, but to think to yourself, like, oh, oh yeah, like this is actually probably a principle that I should be applying to my own life because I can see it working. And to that point, let me ask you a question. Haven't you found it to be true that when it comes to things in your life, when you can push yourself to break down a barrier, whether that means you're pushing through fear or, you know, going after something you've always wanted to do and you're finally freeing yourself maybe from limiting beliefs or just things that have been holding you back, when you can do that and you have a breakthrough, haven't you noticed that those breakthroughs just really lead to improvements or to new possibilities or to things that you would not have had if you hadn't kind of pushed through the barrier or whatever was holding you back? We are going to talk about that next, so stick around. Hey, you are listening to the possibility of today on webtalkradio.net. We've been talking about all the stories 
in the news recently that have really been driving home the point of pushing through barriers. And of course, the reality that you've got to kind of have courage and push yourself out of your comfort zone in order to do that. And now we're going to turn the lens on ourselves and talk about how do we apply this principle that we know is a good principle. How do we actually apply that to our own lives? And when it comes to our personal lives, I think one of the most common barriers is what I call thinking too small or thinking that we're not capable of something that we're actually capable of. And honestly, it's an easy trap to fall into. And I know so many people do, including myself, (laughs) or at least I used to fall into it. Now I know it's there, so I really am always kind of looking out for it. Because the key to recognize like all of these barriers, right, that are kind of keeping you trapped in is to really be aware of what they are and, you know, have a philosophy that you're going to be on the lookout for them and when you spot them, you're going to do something about them. And specifically in terms of thinking too small, I know I was trapped by this barrier for years and I didn't even really realize it because, I mean, as many of you know my story, I used to be an attorney and I was convinced that, honestly, I was going to be an attorney forever, right? I'd gone to school (laughs) for all these years. I had student loans. And so it just seemed to me to be obvious that in one way or another, whatever goal I was going to set or whatever I was going to do was going to be somehow a part of being an attorney. And of course, there were other things that I really wanted to do, but I just felt that, you know, I can't quit my job and I can't just go after what I want. Like, that's not realistic. And I had this huge barrier of fear and it just kept me doing what I had always done because it was safe. I was trapped in what I call an infinite loop. And it's like where you continually are doing things that you know aren't working for you, but you're just doing them over and over again. And, you know, finally one thing led to another and I realized, you know, I'm not supposed to sit here and be paralyzed by fear. You know, I'm actually supposed to figure out, okay, how can I change this? How can I get over these fears and somehow, some way push through this barrier. And so that's really what I said is my goal. And I just really started trying to lean in the direction of, you know, mustering up this courage so that I could actually push through this barrier. And I mean, it was hard. It just like, I'm sure it was for all the people we were talking about recently in the news. But just as we saw all of the benefits that, you know, all of them experienced and all of the good things that came 
from them pushing through barriers. There were so many benefits that I also was able to finally see when I pushed through the fear, you know, and I quit my job. Now, it's not to say everyone is meant to quit their job, but what I do think everyone is meant to do is to really take a closer look at your life and just be on the lookout for these barriers. And a question I'd like to ask you is, do you have any fears? Or actually, a better question is, is there something that you really want for your life? But when you really think about it, you say to yourself, okay, yeah, that would be amazing, but it's just never going to happen. Or, yeah, that's just not realistic. Or, yeah, right, I wish that could happen. Because oftentimes, if you're seeing those comments or you're, they're registering in your mind or you're hearing them, behind those comments are fear. And it's the fear that you're going to be disappointed again if you start hoping for something that you've always wanted and you're going to try again and fail. And this fear is a barrier. And it's a barrier that you don't want. And the only way you can get rid of the barrier is to realize that it's there. And then, of course, to take steps to start breaking through them. And another common barrier to be on the lookout for is the one we saw specifically with these stories, Jason Collins' story, Catherine Zeta-Jones' story, and even the student in Georgia. And we saw all of them really push through the barrier of worrying about what other people perceived or thought about their decisions. And again, this is an easy trap to fall into, the trap of, you know, what will other people think or what will other people say, and then allowing that to keep you from doing something that you really believe in or following, you know, your truth. And again, it's just a common one that you want to be aware of in case you're trapped by this barrier and you're just not really realizing it. So let me ask you another question. Is there anything you just know and can feel deep down is right for you? Maybe you've gotten signs that it's right or maybe there's just something you've always known or felt was right for you, but you've never really pursued it because you thought other people wouldn't accept it or they'd think less of you or they wouldn't understand or they'd tell you it was not realistic. If there's anything like this, then that is, again, another potential barrier and you want to just make sure that you are aware of it. And finally, another common barrier may be one that we have in our current relationship, or it could be a barrier that we have experienced in our past relationships. You know, perhaps you were hurt in the past, so you've created this barrier around yourself to make sure you don't get hurt in the same way again, or 
Maybe you're just afraid to really let the person you're in a relationship with too close. And you're afraid if they see too much or if you let them in too close that they may not like what they see. And honestly, again, a lot of times these barriers can be almost insidious because you don't really think about them. You don't realize that they're and because of that you're not you're not setting yourself up to start breaking through them and that's why you have to really be committed to identifying them because they are surrounded by fears and what i've realized is anytime something is kind of surrounded by fear it's easy to fall into the trap of overlooking it or dismissing it because you just don't want to deal <laughs> with the fear, understandably so. Trust me, been there, done that. But you don't want to deal with the fear that's around it. But again, as we've seen time and time again, pushing through these barriers is a good thing, even if it's an uncomfortable thing. And it's going to lead us to things that we're currently cut off from because the barriers are essentially keeping us trapped into a life that, as one of my most favorite quotes by Mandela says, you know, we're trapped into a life that is less than the one we're capable of living. And that is just not a place where you want to stay. And if that means it's just a matter of really kind of taking a look and being honest with yourself about barriers and then choosing to break through them, then that's worth it, right? And of course, as it always is, like today is the day. The possibility that you have today is to be really honest with yourself and to look for these barriers so you can start taking the steps that are gonna allow you to push through them. And after you've identified the barrier, you've got to push yourself a little and get out of your comfort zone. I mean, you saw in all of those stories, there's no way in the beginning that that felt comfortable. Like, and each of them must have had to do something that really allowed them to continually muster up courage day after day. I know personally for me, when it was about, you know, me pushing through my barrier of thinking too small, I had to work and push myself day after day out of my comfort zone so that I wouldn't just continue to stay trapped in to this barrier and stay in this infinite loop. And yes, Absolutely, it may feel a little uncomfortable at first. And you may even feel like you're exposing yourself to rejection or failure or just a number of things that you don't necessarily want to experience. But what I can tell you is that we're not meant to be paralyzed by these barriers. Like we're supposed to take action and we're supposed to go for what we want and to make certain that 
we're not being confined by things that we're supposed to be pushing through. Because ultimately there's just so much good on the other side of these barriers. And we're absolutely capable of pushing through them and any fear that is really reinforcing them or holding them in place. And it actually takes me to what I would definitely say is one of the most valuable lessons that I learned when I quit my job and decided, you know, I'm just going for this and I'm going to start my company, the possibility of today. And, you know, what I learned was that the fears that I had, and I had a lot of them, you know, I was giving up my career, I was giving up my stable income. And what I finally realized was that the fears slowly but surely melt away, like they transform. And when I was just kind of, you know, staying put and playing it safe and rationalizing all of the reasons why it just didn't make sense to take on too much risk and why I had to be responsible and why, you know, I had worked for so long and I couldn't just change course now. All of that stuff was really just fear. And there came a point when I knew, you know, I've got to push through this barrier. And that meant that I had to take steps forward, even though I had all those fears on my back and I had doubts. And that to me has been the greatest lesson because what I learned was oftentimes when it comes to the things that we really want for our life, you're possibly going to have some doubts and some fears in the beginning. And so you can't necessarily expect to be doubt-free or, you know, you can't get alarmed and decide not to move because you're scared or because you have fears. So sign up to do one of these self-audits and really see if there are barriers. Be really honest with yourself about whether or not there's barriers, you know, in any aspect of your life that you know you need to be pushing through. And then it's just a matter of committing to push through it and understanding that that is probably going to mean you're going to be out of your comfort zone. But being out of your comfort zone is something that is worth doing in order to get all of the good things that are on the other side of these barriers. So that is the show for the week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a great week. I will talk to you again next week. And remember, live today better than yesterday. To learn more about making a change in your life, visit possibilityoftoday.com. Don't forget to like Sybil's Facebook page by clicking the Facebook icon on her Web Talk Radio profile page. You can also follow her on Twitter using the handle at Sybil Chavis. 
Thanks for listening this week. And remember to be entertained, be inspired, be informed. Thank <laughs> you.